Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. Joining me as always is my co-host John Hill. Hi, John. John, as always, the title of my new show. John, as always. Well, John, we had a shorter week this week because of President's Day, uh, but we talked about... Ben workshopping his response to people who come up to us on the street. Uh, John uh, had an item of clothing on backwards. And I had a very dramatic weekend in the Hamptons in which I had an awkward moment with a nanny. On Wednesday, I re I dipped back into the Barbara Streisand book and realized that John would be the Larsa Pippin at a reunion. On Thursday, Ben met yet another housewife. And you know what? It went pretty well. This is Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. Good morning, John. Good morning. Now, you were at your beach house. Why did you come home to Manhattan just to do the show from home? Well, Ben had an appointment this morning that he needed to get to. So, and I have live, I have a live show tonight. So I would have needed to come home tonight anyway. I, uh, yeah, were it not for Ben's wee appointment. I uh, would have stayed. How are you in Los Angeles? Uh, it's so rainy. I'm good. I just realized like I didn't have enough time to change this, but uh, my underwear is on backwards, so I don't know what that's going to do to my morning. Oh, well, that's... See, now, for a man... That's interesting. Yeah. That doesn't work because well, your butt is different from your privates in terms of two areas that need to be held in. Well, listen, it's just cloth. It's not like I'm uh, right. restricted well, I understand that much. The material. But, yes. and also, you know, I don't use the fly. I pull the pants down to pee, you know? Right. Okay, you so use then your maybe fly? it won't affect you at, in, in like, briefs? 
Yeah, no, I pull the brief down. Exactly. And I the pull flies. my privates yeah. out. As Sandra said on the traders about that guy Max, you know the fly. I, I uh, right. <laughs> oh, it's right. By the way, I still haven't seen last Thursday's traders. Is it good? Oh my God! Failure on your oh, part. Oh good. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to watch it later today. I've got that's in unforgivable. I know. I I with all due, I'm in the middle. I had episodes of Jersey Housewives to watch. Vanderpump Rules. I'm in the middle of the Beverly Hills reunion. I'm like there's mm. stuff that I have to do for all work. All right. So I guess I was not able to. I have to start watching Summer House, which is about to premiere. Anyhow, uh I want to tell you, I had a great weekend. Took the kids out to the beach house. And it was so fun. Uh, it was so fun being there in the winter. But I have to tell you, on the drive out, we left Saturday, came back yesterday night. Um, and on the drive out, you know, look, I have two kids and the nanny in the back seat, And it's Oy. dramatic and there's a lot going on. And there was a point where I put my hand back um, so that Lucy could hold my hand while I was driving. When I used to, when I was driving, when I would be alone with Ben in the car, I would put my hand all the way back and we would hold hands while I was driving. And I absolutely loved it. And he would hold my Cute. hand. So I put my hand back for Lucy to hold my hand. She liked it okay. She was like, okay. And then she kind of let go. Then I was like, Ben, do you remember when we used to hold hands and I put my hand back? He held my hand for a little bit. And then I started, I was just rubbing his leg. You know, I was just very sweetly kind of rubbing his leg. At which point, Ben's nanny said, Mr. C. And I said, yes. Oh, oh my said, God. No. You're rubbing my leg. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my, God. my God. I mean, we were Ew. dying. Oh, Isn't that funny? <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, she's a beautiful woman, but yeah, I, I she mean, is. Was she just, sure is. But I have to say, <laughs> it really is funny that the conversations that my um that that the folks who helped me out with Ben the conversations that they have with me because I am a gay man and safe is quote safe you know it's just a di you know I mean it's not there's an entire element taken out if i was a single yeah. straight dad yeah the relationship would be very different uh it would be very different and the conversations would be different uh right. and so but anyway that Are they was like talking so about boyfriends and stuff everything they are talking wow. about everything they're talking about very inappropriate things often and oh. i'm like uh okay that's fine. And I always say, you realize if I was straight, we would not be having this conversation. Or if I had a wife running around, <laughs> right. you would. This would not yeah. be, you know. Because I have, I've got Barker's Beauties over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyhow, we had so much fun out there. 
I took, under much protest from Ben, I took him ice skating in East Hampton on Sunday. There's an outdoor rink. And he was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then, of course, we get the skates on. Everyone is making fun of me. Like, oh, daddy's putting skates on. Daddy, you're not going to, you don't know what you're doing. You're, you know, whatever. Well, guess what? I was just fine. And they give kids, it was Ben's first time on ice skates. They give kids these, they kind of look like, um, walkers for old people yeah. but they're yeah. plastic and they just slide all over the the ice and the kids just put their hands on either side now i was um i was uh um really hoping that Ben would learn and use it to prop up he just wanted to hold on to it and let me push him around the thing, which I was happy to do at first, but then I kind of wanted him to think. I wanted him to, you know, learn, and then whatever he did a little bit, and it was it was so fun. It was so cold, but I have to tell you, this was one of the occasions that being a quote later in life dad, aka an elderly dad, really just made itself apparent we weren't even off the ice and my mm -hmm. bones were already starting to yeah, uh ice skating hurts to be sore no matter what yeah. it's a yes. rough situation it is and i saw you roller skate a couple summers ago and you did good at that Yes, you and I roller skated together. We held hands on the roller skating rink, if I recall correctly. That is terrifying, bit. though. I mean, roller skating, any sort of skating while tall yes. is so scary. You're far from I know, and Ben was like, I, he was so scared he was going to fall. I go, if you fall, you just get up. I go, everyone falls. It's no problem. But anyway, it was, and let me tell you something. My bones, my old, old bones from yeah. being an elderly dad are and i keep saying now i'm gonna take you ice skating in the city but do i really have it in me to do this again <laughs> i may have to do this i mean my hand is in a electronic you know yeah, you're broken and crushing yeah, you're broken. it you yes. need some ben gay <clears throat> um but ben has re uh so he said to me when we were out east he goes you know what i'm gonna say if someone comes up to us uh, and I said, what are you going to say? Because I thought that he was going to say, get out of here. But he said, I'm going to say, privacy, please. And I said, oh, well, that's great. Okay. So then, don't you know, though, a couple people came up. But the way he says it, he screams it at them. He's like, uh. privacy, please. And there, people are <laughs> like, uh, 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 you know, so it's a little catch 22 you know uh but i will take it and speaking of screaming i had dinner with uh the fallons out there on saturday night and we were at dinner uh we went to fresno in east hampton which i love um so much it's just like down homey kind of place and it was the three of us and we're sitting there and i was telling them some story and I looked up and I realized, 
I mean, I know that I have the worst modulation issues for my you life. Do. I always scream. And I go on talk shows and I scream. And I am always screaming and talking way too loud. When yeah. I tell you, I was in the Directly middle my of ears. a story. This couple at the table next to us were looking at me like I was just the biggest piece it's of shit. So gauche. Because I was being the biggest piece of shit because I was ruining their dinner. And I said, and I turned to them, I said, I am so sorry, you guys. I am screaming. The guy's like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. The woman's way of accepting my apology was she picked up her phone and starts just taking pictures of Jimmy just like sitting there at the table as though, okay, well now that you've apologized, now I can just take pictures of Jimmy. And it turned out, I don't even believe, I think she was Russian or something. She's like, you're on TV, aren't you? To Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, well, I don't know. I look like that guy, you know, or something. And then she goes, oh, you are not him or something. And then she like put her phone down. I'm like, this is okay. You just you just compounded my rudeness of talking loudly by picking up this phone. It was so clumsy the way she did it too. I was I, and I was like, uh, oh, oh, you're doing this now. It was weird. I have been obsessed all weekend with the story of. Um, Kelly Rowland leaving. Yeah, I put this in the news. What happened? The dressing rooms were too small. It's that they were too small, or she didn't like the way she said that it. The news was saying they were shitty. J Lo (laughs) had the huge dressing room. The dressing rooms there are not great. I was on a couple weeks ago. I was in the dressing room in the basement. Tina Fey was in the dressing room. Yeah, this is a Today Show. Tina Fey was in the dressing room next to me. The dressing rooms are small. They're old. It's, um, yeah. it's you know, it's 30 Rock. It's They kind of make do. I guess maybe there is one big one upstairs, and I guess they had given that to J-Lo. And here's my theory, though. And by the way, Kelly Rowland has been performing as long as J-Lo. They came up together. So I think, you know, Kelly is like, look, that's my peer. Well, you know, whatever it is. But I think that what happened is this. Kelly Rowland did appear on the 8 o'clock hour of the Today Show. She was later supposed to appear on the 10 o'clock hour, right? And she was going to co-host with Hoda, by the way. Yeah. And so... She left between the 8 and 10, allegedly because of the dressing rooms. Here's what I think was a part of it that no one's talking about, or I think this is maybe what set her people off. When she was on in the 8 o'clock hour, you know how they do those teases on the Today Show where you're about to come on and you're sitting on the couch and they're sitting there with J-Lo talking to her and they're ending the interview and they're like, coming up next, Kelly Rowland is here to talk about whatever. And they show Kelly Rowland who's sitting on the couch and she waves to the camera, whatever. The way they promoted her was they said, Kelly Rowland is coming on and she'll tell us what she thinks about Beyonce's new country song. Oh, no. Here's the thing. You don't 
Kelly Rowland oh. is her own artist, and she's, she's a solo there. Artist. She's had a lot of hits, yeah. and and I know from having Kelly on the radio many times, and one watch what happens live. You, she will talk about Beyonce kindly. She will talk about mm-hmm. Destiny's Child, but it is not what she is there to talk about. Well, imagine getting dressed is, up at eight in the morning and like right. all done up and ready to talk about your thing, and it's like, oh god, this again. She's her own artist, and so I think that that set her off, maybe, or set her people off, because you know, you know. It's something that you just have to know how to navigate. You know, you right. know that, you know, this isn't going to be the thing. By the way, it's like when Jerry Hallowell was on recently. Was it Jerry? And she had a kid's book. And I think that I got a right. note like, look, you can talk about the Spice Girls, but this interview isn't all about the Spice Girls. Sure. So right. you just have to kind of navigate your way through this stuff. And it would have been better had they just said, we're going to hear from Kelly about her new blah, blah, blah. And maybe she'll talk about what she thinks of Beyonce's song. Just add something else in there, not just that. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I just, I was like, could it be the dressing rooms? And then when I heard about that tease, because Lynn Redmond saw it. And she goes, well, did you see her on the 8 o'clock? And this is how they teased her. And I was like, that's it. That is yeah. it. That was the beginning. That was the that was the, whatever. Anyway, we came back yesterday from the beach. My daughter projectile vomited. Oh, no. All over my car. Ew. It was... Like milk? I can smell it just by talking about it. I hate Gross. to say it. So if you saw me pulled over by exit 70 yesterday, Ew. cleaning out my car, just, uh, it was, and I have all these sweatshirts in the back of my car. I mean, they became kind of wash rags that I was using Ew. to, it was, oh boy, it was a lot. It was a lot. At least it wasn't the yeah. other end, you know? That would have been worse. Oh, poo? Poo. Yeah, well, poo would have been contained by the diaper, wouldn't it, darling? I don't know how that shit works. Oh, all sounds well, let me tell you this. Don't you go pooping in your pants today because you're wearing your underwear on the wrong side and it will come out. Go out right out the fly. You're in the, you got the thin area. I on know. your butt right now. You got, got the, the trap door. peen part on the butt. So Yeah. Yeah. I'll try to keep it in, do that. These stories are That's... making me need to evacuate. I know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm really on one today. Uh wanna to wish a belated happy birthday to me mum. Oh. Ben and I left a voice note that I wound up deleting. Because he was, it, he veered into the topic of death on her oh. birthday oh. message. And I was like, Ben, I don't think this is How what, did you veer into the topic of death? Well, like stay alive? It was please, basically or? like, I don't want you to go. Basically, it was oh, kind of like that. No. It was very sweet. But 
So then that night, I was like, Ben, like, ah, let's give this. I don't know if I'm going to send this. Yeah. So that night, I was like, um, I, I, he goes, can we leave Ma a, a voice note message? I go, yeah. I go, just don't bring up what you were talking about before. Just keep it festive and light. Okay, so he leaves her a long one. Are you having a cooking party like I had? Whatever. And I go, and do you have anything you want to say to Pa? He goes, well, I mean, just for both of you, just just don't die, okay? Because you're my grandparents. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay, well, that's cute. You know, shows how much he loves them. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Today's quote from Glitter Every Day, 365 quotes from women I love, comes from (laughs) Hoda Kotb. You're the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Choose your friends wisely. Oh, I love that. I love thinking about who... I know. You know, know. you really surround yourself with good, close friends. I know. I've always said that about you. That is how you can tell that you're, you know, if anybody think says who you're, mine would be, I think if anybody it, talks shit about you, I say, look at the people he surrounds himself with oh, the most closely. You. Well, who's yeah. talking shit about me? <laughs> oh, nobody, <laughs> sweetie. No one ever would ever say anything bad about oh, you. My God. You know, you but are really, you very have famous you know friends, but, but you have like the close people to you, Jeannie, Jackie, yes, Amanda, Gross, Bill. Tribe. These are yeah, that's your core me. people who keep you uh, honest and real. These are friends for 30 plus years that I have. And by the way, even my famous friend, I mean, SJP, I've known for 25 years. Right. That's a real friend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
It's so funny. You you know what you would be? You would be so lethal at a reunion show because <laughs> you are the kind of person that will will beyond the fact that you are just your your tongue is will lacerate anyone if it's just set off in the wrong direction. But you are one of these people who in a little Larsa Pippany way that will be like, you know, somehow I get the sense from you that the streets tell you things and that you have either information about me or there are things people say because you will often flippantly say, yeah, when people say X about you, I just say, well, no, you know, and I'm like, oh, people are saying X about me? Like, that's interesting. Um, what can I say? I am, I'm in these streets. I'm out Yeah, here. you are in the streets. Mm -hmm. You know, and most of the time, the inference is horrible. <laughs> it's just so bad. But like you, but then, you know, there was that run where I was super thin and you were like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, people keep asking me if you're on Ozempic. And then I was like, ooh, tell me more. Um, but let me tell you, I am eating for like three people right now. I am eating so much. I am drinking so much. I'm a pig. My... Why don't you go on a little Ozempic? No, could, babe, I'm not going to go on do Ozempic. With, I would do you it could naturally. Do with a no, no, you could no, do no, with no, a, no. a touch of the Zempi. No, darling, I would do it myself because I can do it myself. And I also, I always feel great about it. And I feel great about myself and I feel great about how I'm doing it. But I mean, Ben's nanny is now doing some light shopping for the house and light cooking. And, but I mean... She's going and picking up three types of cheese. I'm like, I've never had Swiss, mozzarella, and Jarlsberg to choose from. Meanwhile, nobody's taking that Jarlsberg. I got to talk to her about that because it's like- Well, that's the way you make a grilled cheese. Oh, is that that's right? For the, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, dear. That's well, I get one. home from the show or wherever- you can't eat after that late show. I know. I'm a bit in my cups. And I then am like, well, let me have some cheese on some crackers. I have so much food in my house that I never would have had, of course, when I didn't have kids. When I didn't have kids, I had like old caviar and bread for toast in the fridge and milk Hell. for tea. Is that gross? Oh, no. Oh. Old caviar and toast. Right. Here's what you need to do. Get yourself a protein shake. Have it ready for before bed. And if you drink it right when you get home, you won't want a snack. Mm. That's I true. I don't know how protein shake and tequila is going to go. but Yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> it's not really what I'm looking for at that time of day. Right. But um, I said to Stanny yesterday, we were working out, I was like... He was like, oh, you shaved. It looks really good. I go, he goes, yeah, I'm really looking at your face. I go, there's so much of my face to yeah. look at. I mean, uh, just check it out. Um, he goes, yeah, you, you, you gained weight. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he's just telling me the truth, though. Now, I'm still in the Barbara book, okay? Mm. And... John, if you listen to the show a lot, had teased 
me, and I was really excited about it because I kept wondering. Barbara's mother, who we hear so much about at the beginning of the book and how absolutely horrible she was. I said to John, does she reappear later in the book? And John goes, just <laughs> you wait. And when I tell you, and I've been like, it's been in the back of my mind. And then she screens Yentl for her and the mother loses her mind that she dedicated the movie to her late father. Well, hold on. Can we just say, just a, a little bit of a recap for people who are just joining. This is a 48-hour book. Yeah, yes. This is a long story. This is a professional hundred you know decades of prof being a professional storyteller yeah she knows when to linchpin the shit yeah so she's dropped little seeds little crumbs and at the very almost at the end there's a chapter the title of the chapter is my mother my mother well hold on let me dial back <laughs> she throws you a little breadcrumb when she shows the mother, <laughs> right. and the mother yes. is so pissed that she dedicates it to the father. And she says, that he's dead. You should have dedicated it to me. And uh -huh. Barbara kind of says, like, I kind of get that. More on my mother <laughs> later. You know, you just, and I'm like, uh -huh. oh, we're not going to get this now? Fine. Fast forward, like, 12 hours later. This is also a woman who professionally holds grudges, so you yeah, know this yes. is intense. R by the way, rightly so does she. I'm yeah. mad at everyone she's mad at. Exactly. Because they were she's all right. wrong. She, fast forward hours later. We are at Barbara's Vegas concert, New Year's Eve. At the, She is the debut of the MGM Grand. Barbara's quit performing for 20 she years. Quit She's quit back. performing. So this She's is back. huge. Yes, first time playing. No one's ever going to see her perform again. This is everything. And she and Barbara is in the crowd. And by the way, don't forget that Barbara was in the crowd opening night of Funny Girl. And she looked in the audience and her mother's seat was empty and the empty. mother said to her after I had to leave I was too nervous and Barbara was like wow so then she's on stage at the MGM it is the first time she has performed in 20 something years she looks out into the audience where's my mother my mother the seat is empty where was my mother her friend told her years later that as the friend was walking into the theater, yeah. Barbara's mother is being wheeled out with her friends. Barbara flew the mother and the friends, got them the rooms, got them wheelchairs, got them everything. The mother and Barbara's mother and the friend of Barbara said, you know, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? It's Barbara. It's the show. And she said... I want to go out and party. We're in Vegas. I don't want to. She goes, that's boring. I've seen her sing a million times. I don't want to do that. And she's like, but Bob, but what's the mother's name? I can't remember. She's like, you, Diana. Diana, people have flown from all over the world to hear your daughter sing. You, you know, she's like, I don't want to. They wheel her out. The mother and Barbara gamble. sees she's not there. That is the end of the chapter. And you think that you're now about to hear all about the Vegas concert. And just then she's like, 
Chapter 46, My Mother. And you, I got chills. I was like, oh my God, yeah. here we go. Here yeah. it comes. And <laughs> let me tell you, then she dials back to a Christmas one night after Funny Girl is on Broadway. Barbara has a few close friends over to the house and her mother on Christmas Eve and Elliot Gould. And there's presents everywhere. Barbara's mother flips out about the amount of presents she gets that it's too little and why are you getting all these presents to Barbara I'm the mother I should get this and it was that kind of philosophy that continued for Barbara's whole life I'm the mother I should get this the worst thing is and she said this a couple times to Barbara who Barbara said to her mom why didn't you hug me when I was a child, why didn't you hug me? And Diana Kind said, I, I didn't know you expected me to do that. Mm. And she also said that in response to kind of like, well, why didn't you ever tell yeah. me I was any good? And she's like, I didn't know you expected me to do that. What, I'm supposed to kiss your ass all the time? Right? Aren't there enough people? I mean, it's just... It's emotional abuse is what it is. It's really yeah. something. She never the, comes around. Means, yeah, that story about how she takes, you know, that, that very first one when Barbara realizes that she has a good voice, which is so uh, interesting, you know, hearing, one good thing about the book is also hearing her discover her own talent, you know? Right. She's great, so grateful for her skills. Right. and so they go to record a little demo as just a, on a lark and her mom records a song too and so does Barbara and that stuck with her too that her mom had these dreams of being a singer and she said her mom was a good singer. You know what? She's kind of like LD Millionaire. I hate to say. Who's that? That's Monica Garcia's mom. Oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it LD is. LD who course. tried out for the housewives, they prayed for Monica to get on the show and then yeah, the mother's like, exactly. if not you me. And you know, Barbara's mother for years was like, well why am I not a recording artist? Like right. well, why am I? Yeah. And you know, and Barbara was like, guess what? She had a beautiful voice. She yeah. recorded that record. Why didn't you go hit the streets? I didn't have right. a leg up on you. I didn't know anyone in the recording business. Right. Barbara's right. Barbara is right. Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. My eyes are still a wee caked with tears from last night's Beverly Hills Housewives finale. I missed it. Did you see it? No, you didn't. There was, I mean, the last... It ended with Kyle and Mauricio sitting down with the family Mm. and... Kind of having the talk with them, oh, shit. and just seeing them all to de- together, and then thinking about the years that we've seen this family together. It yeah. just it was it was a it was a heartbreak. It was a heartbreak. Even when I see the headlines <laughs> about those that that marriage and that family, it makes me a little sad. I know, yeah. and it makes me sad that Kyle, who was on Watch What Happens Live last night, she is so worried about letting other people down 
by wow. not being in the relationship, which is which makes me yeah. sad also because she's is she a people pleaser? Uh, maybe, yeah, yes. Look yeah. at her with her sisters and the family and Big Kathy. Uh, Big Kathy. So that was that was that was something. And the Miami and is the finale, reunion next week. The reunion starts next week, and the Miami okay. finale was excellent. And the Miami reunion starts next week too. So we're. Moving into another reunion season, as it were. My um, favorite kind of season. Yeah, I only me watch too. reunions. Me too. You know what I I don't think that I've shared. Do you know what this year is, John? Hold on, let's see. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Oh, is this your anniversary of Bravo? It's my twentieth. Twenty years. At Bravo. Yeah. I have been at Bravo for twenty years this year. Uh-huh. And when I started Project Runway season one was in production. Uh, and Queer Eye I was remember. already on. Mm-hmm. And were we dating when I started at Yes, Bravo? we were. I was we at were. that Project Runway fin- first finale show. Yes, you were. Actually, we had a bit of an argument that day, if you recall. <laughs> I do recall. Yes. I was 25. I didn't watch TV. I didn't. It was your job. No, you did. You were watching Project Runway. We were watching it, John. What was our fight about? You and Keijo had a bit of an all-nighter. Oh. All <laughs> no, wait, no, 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 yes. no. All right, all right, and all right, so, right. yes, I was. All right. I wanted to sleep in and sleep. Yes, it, and, and I was like, like you John, need to come. And I'm so glad I did. this work event. Oh, are you? You were right. Yes. You were right. I'm glad I was there. Yes. Anyway. Jayla was supposed to be the judge, and she flaked. Is that true? Hosey showed up. <gasps> yeah. Was J Lo supposed to be the first judge that year, and she dropped out? And that's why Parker Posey did it, which I was better for me because I was a big Parker that. Posey fan. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. That's incredible. J Lo was supposed to be the guest judge that first year of Project Runway. I didn't I didn't remember that? Um. And I'm sure that was that. I'm sure I had many sleepless nights because of that, also. Huh. There you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's my 20th year at Bravo. Bravo. Are you going to do a party? What are you going to do? Well, metal? it's also year 15 of Watch What Happens Live. And we're going to be celebrating shit. that later this year. And so we, I think we are going to have a party for the 15th anniversary Good. of Watch What Happens Live. You should. And Fine you should in. be there. Yeah. Also, you too, Jordan. Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. was waiting yeah, for my invite. Like, and don't forget Becky. Pause. Yeah, don't Becky should Becky. be there. Absolutely, <laughs> reprising her role as mean little orphan. Shady little Franny. Shady little Franny. <laughs> oh my god! If I could wear the wig, oh, I'd do it. Oh my god, that is so funny. You know what? Last night, I came home. Um from running some errands not last night later in the day and i was i was upstairs and my new favorite thing is i love listening to my son quote playing quietly in his room you know i'll say to him sometimes would you like to go play quietly in his in your room okay daddy and he'll go in there and close the door is there anything sweeter than listening to a little boy or a little girl play quietly and they make up little noises and they're talking to themselves? It's a beautiful thing. And this is, I know, going to be over in a minute, but I'm 
just yeah. I cherish that sound. It's so sweet. And by the way, I brought Ben. We taped Sunday's show. Uh, Watch what happens live Sunday show. Um, tomorrow, uh, yesterday, and Giselle was on. Giselle was taping, and Ben Ben is off school this week. And it was kind of dinner time, and he had swimming in the neighborhood. And I was like, do you want to come to the show after? Come to Daddy's work. Will there be veggie chips is the first question, because he loves veggie straws. And we have them there. And I said, well, yeah, and I will get you a burger and fries, whatever you want. He's like, yeah. Now, the last time Ben came to watch What Happens Live, I brought him in. I, I messed up. I said... There's some people I want you to meet. I open the door because in a room getting made up were Luann, Sonia, and Ramona together. Oh, yeah. Plus, oh, right. I remember this. Yeah, plus an it army of out. glam. I open. Mm-hmm. I go, Ben, I want you to meet someone. Open the door. They all turned to the door and screamed, Ben. And Dorinda yeah, may have been there, too. And I was like... And Ben went running for the hills, and he—it like was too much house. for him. I mean, with all due, it kind of was because they were in yeah. various stages Clowns. of disrepair. Yeah. Um, and it was Clowns. and like pantaloons and undergarments. I mean, there was Spanks. there was a lot happening that that is grown-up eyes would see. But anyway, so I was really. I was really, I really wanted to to introduce him to Giselle, who I have obviously known for years and knew her before I had a kid. And she was at my baby shower and she's always like, how's Benny? How's Benny? And she sent Lucy a jewelry box for when she was born. And so I, I said to Ben, I put him in my office with his food. I go... I'm going to get a special friend. I want you to be mm. kind and look her in the eye. Okay, daddy. Okay, I promise. I promise. And let me tell you something. He has had the best week and he's been so kind and I feel in such a good place right now and it's all just moonbeams and rainbows. By the way, if you ask him his favorite color, it is rainbow, which he doesn't realize isn't a color, but it's a you know, it's several, but that's fine. Uh, so yeah, I go get Giselle. I walked into Giselle's room and I guess Giselle, cause she sent me the video. I need to post it. I guess she was like about to video herself saying something or doing something. And so she's looking into the camera. There's a video and I walk in. I'm like, Hey, Hey, you look pretty. I go, want to meet Ben? She's like, Oh my God. And she grabs the phone and runs off with it. And she sent me the video of it. She goes, I just want you to see my reaction to this. <clears throat> I was very excited to introduce her. And, you know, Giselle, I mean, she looks like a real-life Barbie doll. I mean, yeah. and she's got the hair. She had heels on, so she was super tall. I mean, so I brought her in. I opened the door. There is Giselle standing there in all her glory. I'm like... Ben, this is my friend, Giselle. He's like, hello. <laughs> he was very sweet with her, but then he kind of, she's like, what are you eating? He's like, my grand rice. I go, Ben, don't speak in a baby voice. Speak in your, you know, so, but he, they had a very nice conversation and I was very excited and we taped the show and 
he was, I guess, playing in the hallway outside of the studio. And he did something he's never done before, which is I, I said to my makeup artist, Caroline, who he told he loved yesterday, which is so Aww. sweet. And uh, I said to her, ask Ben if he wants to come in during the commercial break. And so, and I said to the audience, you guys, my son might come in here. And they're all like, ooh, grabbing their cameras, you know, whatever. I go, play it cool. Don't make a noise if he comes in here. And sure enough, so we're sitting there during a commercial break. He ran in the studio and ran to me, gave me a big hug. And he was like super, super shy and clingy, but very sweet. And I was like, do you like it in here? I said, what do you think about it with all the people? He goes, it's it's really loud because the music is really loud. I know. I said, I know, but it's fun, right? He goes, yeah, it is fun. And God bless the audience. They didn't make a sound. You wouldn't have known they were there. It was so cool. And then he had this little chocolate thing and he like gave me a piece of it with his, you know, nasal flow and cold Ew. hands. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, do you want to give a piece to Giselle? He's like, yes. And he gives some to Giselle, like some old chocolate. She's like, thank you, Ben. Like whatever. Anyway, it was very gratifying for me. To have that happen, it just—it yeah. was really exciting. It was—it was—it was so sweet, and he was so. I mean, when you take your kid somewhere and he's like well behaved and delivers, isn't that like a victory lap for you? Nothing better. Mm. I'm like right. mom of the year, right? My exactly. perfect child. Everybody, right? Like. <laughs> you just feel so good. And anyway, it was really nice. It was it meant a lot to me. My and our photographer Charlie took took a bunch of pictures of it. So I will look. He's such forward. a good photographer, Charlie. He's so great, and I will look forward to those, to the film coming back from the lab after it's developed. the proofs. Yes, the proofs. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, uh, veggie straws, veggie chips are it's just potato chips with a little dye on them. You know. Well, no, they're straws, babe. They're straws. Right, they're just they're formed not... into straws. It's like potato starch. It's just like potato chips. Well, yes. Well, that's that's true. I'm not. I'm not. Which is a vegetable. I mean, I'm just saying they're not. Right. It's not like eating a, a steamed broccoli. Right. Well, just that way. Did you hear me say that I substitute <laughs> vegetables for veggie chips? I just know ben? you. I know that. Uh, no, I just no, no, no. I am very conscious. But it's away, funny. I will house a bag of those and think, well, I'm eating healthy. No, no, no. I was. You might as well eat some kettle chips. By the way, I was filling out a form about Ben. When you have kids, <laughs> all you have to do is fill out fucking forms for this or for that. And they said, does your child eat a balanced diet? <laughs> Yeah, and I turn to his nanny and I go, "Would you characterize Ben's diet as healthy?" And she said, "Absolutely, yes, yes. because he does." I have to say, yeah, his fruits dinner, and meats. his yeah. dinner is a protein and a vegetable, and we demand yeah. that he eat. You know, and he has good the vegetable too. is almost always broccoli or avocado. But is that broccoli okay? is the best? Broccoli is so good. Yeah, right. and avocado is really good. And he you. loves salmon and chicken. It's very so healthy. Come on. Those are proteins. Balance. He yes. has a lot of dairy too, which is very healthy. Mm-hmm. Milks, milks and such. And by the way, with all due to my mother, who may or may not be listening, who I'm not equating to Diana Kind, <laughs> mother of Barbara, but I mean, I don't know that I ate all that healthy. I refused to eat vegetables when I was little. I definitely ate at McDonald's once a week. I definitely had SpaghettiOs once a week. Um, 
I mean, that's that is literal garbage food I was putting in me. And by the way, I would eat wow. SpaghettiOs once a week right now if I could. And McDonald's. I never go to McDonald's anymore. And I love it. But man, yeah, when I, I go, either. do I get a do I get a funny feeling in my tummy? Instant. Yeah. Instant. Instant. You know, by the way, one of the rites of passage of going to the yeah. Hamptons used to be stopping at exit 70, which Definitely. is the exit you take to then get on the main road to the Hamptons. And there is a McDonald's at exit 70. And when I yeah. tell you, I would christen my Hamptons weekend with two cheeseburgers and large Hell fries yeah. at McDonald's. It's also where you pee. You have to and go to the bathroom where you pee. too. But I don't know that I could make mm. it from the McDonald's at exit 70 to Amagansett without having to poop and like a bad stomach ache. Depends on your, uh, yeah. My order is always uh, chicken nuggets and a little uh, small burger and a large fry and a Diet Coke. But um, I could probably hang on to that uh, until later the evening. Right. We ate really good. My mom cooked for us. She always made a point to to try to cook. And my and mom cooked for us too. I don't want you to give the, bat, the wrong idea. I just refuse to eat vegetables. I remember yeah, once my I mom would finally worked myself up. She was like, "You are eating a pea," and I ate a pea and I and I puked <laughs> because I had gotten it. So, and my mom was like, "Are you kidding me?" She was furious at me for puking. Peas are are gross. they are gross. They're slimy yet dry at the same time. It's so confusing in the mouthfeel. Can I say that I spent many years with my best friend, Bruce, going on a very dear friend of ours, very huge, beautiful yacht. We would go several times and there was always a soup course before dinner on the yacht. And one one night, invariably, every time it would be pea soup and the Soup would be delivered and they would say pea soup and Bruce would announce to the table in front of the host, Andy hates peas. <laughs> and then I would be like, no, I don't, Bruce. And then Bruce would be like, well, then eat some soup. I mean, it was always so embarrassing. And then it would become a topic of conversation and suddenly I was like an ungracious guest at the table, you know? I remember being on that boat with you and they served knuckle or like also buco. Yes. Just like a, a freaking yes. knuckle. And it wasn't, listen, the nicest trip of my life, but that, that knuckle was not appropriate. And it wasn't quite, we didn't know how to eat it. No one was really saying anything. And then your friend got up and we, but we all just kind of choked it down. Right. It, the flavor was good. It just wasn't really My friend, working. the host got up? Yeah, yes. got up and without any sort of fanfare, just threw the plate of it into the sea. Right. I <laughs> and I was like, that. I wish I would have known that was an option. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's good to be the king. Down. It's good yeah. to be the king. That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week. Radio Andy, always unpredictable. A SiriusXM podcast. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn. 
or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.